Hello guys, welcome back to this week's episode of TGIF. Thank God it's forever where Jesus does most definitely and ultimately come first. This here is Chaplain Andrew to teach you the unchangeable and unfailable Word of God. Listen for this theme song and you'll know. It's me, hello podcast land. Hello guys. We are live, 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 and it's beautiful to be live with you again. I love this. <clears throat> Let's just say for whatever circumstance is going on with my life right now. We almost didn't have a show today, but I made an exception to do a show today. And while I'm doing the show, while Dr. Scott's speaking and preaching, which he's going to tonight because it's outside the classroom Wednesdays, I'm going to do a little few things while I'm, while I'm listening to him preach. So I'll still listen and learn from him like you guys are. It's just I'm doing a little extra on the, on, in the background. So that way, I don't disappoint you guys and not have a show. You see what I'm saying? I want to have a show because you guys are important to me. Very important are you guys. You guys make up what I do on a regular, everyday basis. Let's see what you guys made up for this week so far. We only did Monday and we had a son. Well, usually I get some stuff from Sunday. But I got Monday already. So let me do this for a second. Sorry about that, guys. So let me look at a few things here. We're going to get into some statistics in just a brief minute. Let's see what we're doing today. So let's get into our statistics today. <coughs> Here we go. My points don't look too bad. 2,748 for the month. 2,748. That's 2,748 plus 13 live plays. In the current week, so not current month. Current week, 232, 234. 234, and yesterday we had 57. 44 plus 1 uh, 48, 49, 58, and 69 plus 1 is 70. So in the current week, we're at 234. Not bad. Like I said, it's good. You guys keep listening. I am very pleased to have you as my listeners. Now, let's get into some announcements here, shall we? So we can get the show on the road and we can get learning from Dr. Scott. Starting with number one, go to communitycloud222 at gmail.com. Spelled C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y-C-L-O-U-D-222 at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. And guess what you can do right there? Well, first off, you can send me all of your prayer requests, even if you want me to shout to you on the podcast. Send me your first name, your city, and your state, and I'll shout out to you on TGIF, where Jesus does most definitely and ultimately come first. Also, guys, be aware that you can call us at one 
302-448-8443. Again, that's 1-302-448-TGIF, where Jesus does most definitely and ultimately come first. Also, be aware we're going to be doing this week's episode of worship. I mean, outs—I mean, yeah, outside of classroom Wednesdays with our host, Dr. Scott Mullins. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Outside of the Classroom Wednesdays. Also, be aware we're going to be doing this week's episode of Kingdom Collaboration Thursdays with our host, Doc Pastor Lance and Ornissa Travis, where we take Pastor Lance and Ornissa Travis's message. From outside the classroom to those who need the gospel each and every day. Also be aware, be vitally aware, that we are going to be doing this week's episode of Worship Saturdays where we do nothing but praise, prayer, and worship. Just grab your favorite drink, relax in your favorite lounge chair, and enjoy the fabulous music we here have on the show. Because all we do is praise, prayer, and worship. Also be aware, guys, be vitally aware that the Rumble will be happening soon, just not yet. Hopefully 20, the, uh, Ju- July 27th of next year will be perfect, I think. So look forward to that when it does come out. Also, guys, be vitally aware, be vitally, vitally aware that you can download this app. It's called Podcast Portal, spelled P-O-D-C-A-S-T space P-O-R-T-A-L. Available on the Google Play Store, the Amazon App Store, and the App Toy Market. And guess what you can do right here on this app? Well, you, while we're live or not live, you can listen, like, comment, and subscribe straight from the app. Also, when we are not live, you can download every single episode and view the chapters button. So all you do to download an episode is start the episode, let it play. When a commercial starts, hit the download button. Second from the last on the bottom row where the icon is, where it says TGIF's, you know, Thank God Forever, Outside the Classroom Wednesdays, Kingdom Collaboration Thursdays, Worship Saturdays. Second from the last button on the bottom row, click on that. And then if you did it for the first time, it'll say, would you like to download this or do you trust this? Hit OK or yes. Yes, we're OK. And then it starts downloading. When it starts downloading, stop the episode from playing, let it download, then close the app. You got the, the episode on your phone and you can do whatever you want with it. You can send it to somebody, you can post it to Facebook, whatever you want to do with it, you can do it. Or you can just listen to it if you want to. Also, you can view view the chapters button when we're not live. That shows everything that was done during the show, all the song titles that were played, all the message titles, everything. So just click on, like if you want to hear just the message, click on just the message and that's all you hear. Also, guys, what you can do on this app is you can connect with us through Facebook, Twitter, and email. Yes, email. Go to the bottom right-hand corner of any page and click on the email button. looks like an envelope. Once you click on the email button, click on your email client and then hit the Always button. That's the key. Because once you hit Always, guess what? After typing your email and hit Send, if you want to send another email to TGIF again, just type in your... Click the email button, type your email, hit Send. That always button stops you from everything else. It goes directly to that email right there. With that being said, you can DM us on Twitter and you can view the Facebook page we got for the app. You can view the blogs we got also on the Facebook page right now for the app as well. I'm working on getting my homepage started for Blogger 
So that way, once I have a home page, I can just insert that to the app builder I'm using, and then they, they can help me with generating a page for that specifically as well. And that'll be just in the app. So see what happens is, once I make this, see right now I have to go to YouTube. I have to go to YouTube and get the transcripts. That's one. I then need to go to to Facebook and create a post and then post it. That's two, right? This way is all I have, well, three things. I have to go to YouTube. Once I get the transcripts, I have to go to Blogger. Then I have to update that. And then once I update that, then I have to go to Facebook and I have to put a post on there and update that. And so that's three things I have to do. When it comes to the other one, all I have to do is just grab the transcripts, update it to a blogger, and it's done. And then automatically update on the app as well through the blogger page. So look forward to that. Hopefully one day I can get that situated. I might do that instead because it's a lot easier than what I'm trying to do with the Facebook page. It eliminates having to keep posting it to Facebook just to get it into the app. I don't mind going to YouTube and getting the transcripts. That's fine and stuff like that. But uh, posting it to Facebook is just, yeah, no. So I'm gonna, I am might try to see if I can get it to the, to a blogger page right then and there. But we'll see what's going on. That will be then a permanent page on the app and I can stop updating to uh, Facebook. But I can keep the blogger posting going. See what I'm saying? It'll be a little easier for us here at TGIF. I won't have to do so much. But if I have to keep posting to Facebook, then hey, I'll, I'll do it. What else can you do on this app? You can listen to the four play buttons. Number one, 95 Fight to Fish from Cleveland, Ohio. Number two, KJIC out of Texas. Number three, my former church, Evangel Christian Churches, which I'll be attending July 10th through the 13th. So look forward to that. We'll be doing uh, a message live. Yeah, I do believe I'll be doing a message live in Ohio. I mean, in Michigan. And I'll be doing worship Saturdays in Michigan. I'm going to have to do a uh, sooner, a soon, not soon, but a sooner message, if that makes sense to you. Meaning instead of 8 o'clock, I might have to go live during the day for worship Saturdays. Maybe just before, like if it starts at 7, then maybe uh, 5, 6 o'clock. Depending on what's going on, or maybe earlier, I don't know. But I have to do uh, an episode a little sooner, but still be live, so you guys can tune in. That way, I can, because I'm going to a conference in Michigan at the church at Evangel. That's why I'm going for the conference. If there was no conference, I wouldn't be going there for that long. But we've been going up for the, we we would have been going up for Juneteenth, but since we're going to the conference, we're not going up for Juneteenth, which Juneteenth is an extra day. That makes it a four-day weekend for me, praise God. But I'm taking five days to go to Michigan. So I'm not going to be unhappy. It's one extra day. Why would I be unhappy about that? So look forward to us doing that. And yeah, I'll be doing a, a worship Saturdays in Michigan and a message show in Michigan. I'll be preaching and worshiping with you in Michigan. So look forward to that. Also, guys, also, 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 be aware 
that on this app, well, the four play buttons, which was we got to Evangel, just click on the Evangel button. It takes you to their uh, their YouTube page, and then click on one of their videos. It stays right in the app. You never have to leave the app. So while you're in the app, you're playing one of their videos, you can just scroll around to chat with people and stuff and do other things while you're in the app. Or message me or whatnot, or check out the blog, or whatever you want to do, because it never stops playing the music or anything while you're in the app. That's the beautiful thing. While you're in the app, it never stops that stuff. So, with that being said, uh, for 95.5 to fishing, KGIC, just click their buttons, plays the radio stations. I told you about Evangel. Now, the Portage Community Chapel Colored Abstract button, I call it. Just click on their button. It's right under the Evangel button. It's got some blue, some green, some brown, some fit colored abstract picture because I couldn't have the full picture in it because it looked really, really ridiculous. So I left the full picture out and pasted it in there. Just a actual button about the same size as my other one. So click on that. It takes you to their About Vinyl page. Click on where it says Videos. Click on a video that does not say Upcoming and hit the Play button when you do that. You're instantly hearing and seeing their videos as well. You can scroll around and chat with people and everything else while you're still listening to theirs as well. Finally, my favorite part of the app is the portal chat feature where I told you a little bit about or twice already, where you can chat whoever owns this app. If 500 people own that app, you can chat with 500 different people around the world. You can PM everybody and you can post or you can take pictures. But be careful. If you see, witness, or hear anything that's inappropriate, either sexual, bullying, uh, racial, or anything, let me know. I'll warn them. If they do the same offense again, I'll ban them for a week. If they do the same offense one last time, I'll ban them for an indefinite. They'll still be able to use the app, listen to the messages, listen to the play buttons, and connect with me through Facebook, Twitter, and email, but... They will not be able to use the portal chat feature anymore. So if you see anything, hear anything, or witness anything, let me know. Excuse me there, my I got heartburn coming in. Also, guys, you can take pictures straight from the app, but you have to have an account. It's just a security feature. So once you have an account, all you gotta do is take a picture from your camera, save it to your camera roll, go into the uh, app, podcast portal, go into the portal chat feature, click on the little camera icon at the bottom. And then click on Upload Picture, select the picture you want to upload, and then hit Send. It's that simple. It's that easy. And you're sending a selfie or a picture to TGIF, where Jesus does most definitely and ultimately come first. Finally, guys, last of our announcements. Ask your Alexa device. Say, Alexa, open Podcast Portal. And she'll say, welcome to or welcome back to Podcast Portal, where you can listen to this very show straight from your Alexa devices. You also got that skill. For your video Alexa devices as well. Again, say Alexa, open Podcast Portal. And she say, welcome to or welcome back to Podcast Portal. And that does, guys, conclude our announcements for today. Let's get into our main song of the show. And our main song for today is It's Time by none other than my, none other than one of the greatest bands we have on the show, the K. Daniels Spirit and Truth Worship Band. Enjoy It's Time.
There you go, guys. That was It's Time by none other than the K. Daniel Spirit and Truth Worship Band. Sorry about the delay a little bit, guys. But let's get into Dr. Scott's message on this week's episode of Outside the Classroom Wednesdays with his message, Sermon on the Mount, Part 6. Enjoy Sermon on the Mount, Part 6. Well, praise the Lord once again. Thank you, Chaplain Andrew, for the opportunity to teach tonight. You're welcome, Dr. Scott. We're going to be back in Matthew chapter 6, starting with verse 11, talking about partition concerning our needs. Let's pray. Father, thank you once again for the opportunity of teaching your word. I ask you to anoint the lips of clay, the coals, the brazen altar. Open our ears to hear. Allow our spirits to receive. Tonight, we choose to praise you, choose to thank you, glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew chapter 6. Verse 11, to give us this day our daily bread, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. For if you forgive men their trespasses or their sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men, they are trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Let's look at this. Give us this day our daily bread. Look at the amazing uh, depth of the Lord's Prayer. It goes from the greatest thing, the kingdom of God, to the smallest, our daily bread. While Jesus said we live not by bread alone, we know the necessity of bread, we know the necessity of food. He did not intend that we pray only about great matters, but also about what seems to be a small matter, because they concern the Lord. Bread is central in our worship through the observation of the Lord's Supper. Christ himself, the living bread, the breath both physical and spiritual, is the gift of God on which we are dependent. See, he said, take this bread and the representation of his body, when he broke it and gave it. We also have to have bread or food substance in our body for us to live. So we need the bread of life, Jesus, to live spiritually. We need manna or bread physically to live. The model prayer, or what we call the Lord's Prayer, is really the declaration of dependence. We are dependent upon God's provision. Give us this day our daily bread. Take a look, look closer look at the phrase. It begins with a note of dependence. Give us or give me. The prayer does not mean that God will feed us without us lifting a finger. That doesn't mean I can just sit here and act like God's a waiter going to come to me and give me what I want. We have to work. Our prayer is communication. God will not provide for us without our cooperation. And he knows our thoughts, but he wants us he wants us to ask for these things. So <coughs> excuse me, give us this day our daily bread is a prayer of dependence and a prayer of trust. We have trouble without the word daily. See, without being in his word, we have troubles. We want more. Than today's bread. We think if we could accumulate a little more than one day's bread, we'll be ahead. That's not true. 
It's a prayer for the Father's provision for today, not for the rest of our lives. Therefore, it's a prayer of trust. God provides that which we need. And he wants us to ask for it. Give us this day our daily bread is a prayer of moderation. Right? It's not a prayer that says, give me all I need this week. It's a prayer of moderation. Matter of fact, while I'm teaching this, I'm home early from work. They have cut our hours because our cells were down. And I am very dependent upon the Lord. <clears throat> Excuse me right now. We're making adjustments in our home financially. So God's teaching me a lesson even as I'm teaching this. It's a prayer for basics. It's not a prayer for everything we might like, but a prayer for everything we really need. When I was in need of a new vehicle, mine was very tired and worn out. It was to the point of falling apart. We went in to trade my wife's car in, and I saw a car on the lot, and I said, Honey, that's my truck. Long story short, I got it for the payment, monthly payment I wanted. I was blessed with interest-free loan. God provided something even more than I expected for the vehicle. Trust Him in everything. Trust Him in everything. This is not a prayer for luxuries. It's a prayer for necessities. It's also a prayer of compassion. So first of all, it's a it's a prayer of moderation. Now it's a prayer of compassion. Jesus did not teach us to pray, give me my daily bread. It's an unselfish prayer. Give us our daily bread. Now maybe you live alone. Okay, then it's not selfish. Lord, provide for me that which I need. But then you can also reach out and pray, Lord, my friend, this person, this person, this person, this person. Pray for what they need. Chaplain Andrew is sharing with me recently the many countries that we are touching. And I've been praying to God to bless these countries. God to bless each and every one of you that are listening. I trust he's doing a great miracle in your life. There's a daily bread and there's a supernatural bread. Both. Both are needed. The bread of the Lord's Supper and the bread of the Word. So as we take communion, but the bread of the Word, when we read God's Word, satisfies our heart, our hungering. It satisfies our spiritual hungering. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. That satisfies our spiritual hungering. Amen. We also depend upon him for physical and spiritual bread. It's a simple prayer. But a magnificent prayer. A prayer of dependence and trust on the Lord. Give us this day our daily breads. Let's look at the next part. Forgive us our debts. Forgive us our sins. As we forgive those who sin against us. Or our debtors. We need our bread, and we need forgiveness of our sins. Our sin becomes a barrier separating us from our, our better selves, from others, and from God. Guilt stalks us, and we long to know forgiveness and relief. 
So we feel guilt. We know what guilt is because I've done something wrong. So we ask the Father to forgive us. He's also saying, forgive those who have wronged you. Well, Pastor, you don't know how bad they've done me. No, I don't. Nor do I need to know. But I know what the Word says. I've had people do me wrong. And I will admit to you, it's tough to forgive them. The old Scott Mullen, the old Dr. Scott would say, let me be the judge, the jury, and the executioner. I'll show them. But I've had to learn to say, Father, I forgive them. Bless them. Bless them. Partitions 4 and 5 in the Lord's Prayer go to, together. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. So they go together as we forgive those who sin against us. We are in as much need of divine forgiveness and pardon as we are in need of daily bread. See, I, I could go on in life and eat all day long, or I could starve to death. But if I don't have God, simply, I will perish in hell. The two go hand in hand. We need food to survive, to live. We need food, the Lord, the spiritual food, to live spiritually. Debts, trespasses, sins, they all mean the same thing. Depending on what version you read or how you read it, they're all the same thing. Forgive us our sins, we forgive those who sin against us. Romans 3.23, Paul said, we've all come short. We missed the mark. We need divine pardon from God and forgiveness for our souls just as much as we need bread for our bodies. We ask you to pay our debts. How? With what? I cannot pay my own sin debt. Right? I did not die on the cross for you. Chaplain Andrew did not die on the cross for you. Jesus died on the cross for you and for me. We need his pardon. The Lord's Prayer is an acknowledgement of our debt, a confession of our sin, as surely as it is a prayer of our Father's forgiveness. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins. Then the prayer seems to tie our forgiveness to our forgiveness of others. What does that mean? Forgive us as we forgive. Does it mean that God's forgiveness is conditional? Conditional in our forgiving others? No, it's an implication. If I refuse to forgive my brothers, then the Father does not have to forgive me. Is that what you're praying? No, it is not. There is something awesome in this phrase, though. It does not mean that forgiveness from God is conditional. But it does mean our unforgiving spirit blocks the pardon and forgiveness of God. Right? It does not mean he won't forgive, but it blocks what he really wants to do. It's not that God does not want to forgive us. It's that when we are unforgiving, his forgiveness cannot operate. We block what he wants to do in our lives. Remember, forgive those who have hurt you. Take a moment. Take a moment. Forgive those who have hurt you. God has forgiven us the impossible indebtedness. How dare we, we refuse to forgive someone else. God took our sins upon his shoulders at Calvary. 
So what right do I have to not forgive someone else? The great-hearted Abraham Lincoln said, When I make my enemies my friends, they are destroyed. They are no longer my enemies. I like that. When I make my enemies my friends, they are destroyed. They are no longer my enemies. In the Lord's Prayer of Forgiveness, the good news, in that Lord's Prayer, the good news is the Father hears and answers this marvelous prayer. He does not forgive our sins. He gives us the grace. He does, I'm sorry, forgive us our sins, and he gives us the grace to forgive others. I was adjusting my book. I apologize. Let me repeat that. He does forgive us our sins. And he gives us the grace, the grace, the grace to forgive others. The next part says, lead us not into temptation. The Lord's Prayer is a practical prayer. It takes us from the sanctuary where we meet God on a Sunday or whatever day you meet, to the street where we meet temptation during the week. I've often said from the pulpit, sometime before you walk out of this church, Satan's going to start tempting you. He's going to attempt to rob you of the joy and of the presence of God you've had in this service. Oh my goodness, sometimes we have powerful worship times in our service. And before I can get out of that sanctuary, somebody says something that will irritate me if I allow it. Being one of the pastors, I pull on in a lot of directions. My wife and I have a very specific job that we do in the church. We are new, new members pastors. So we are looking for visitors, and we are looking to greet the new people and, and introduce them to our church. But yet some people will come up and want to talk about everything except church. And I have to tell them, hold on, I have things to do. Now, that upsets some people. So I need the grace to work through that. That temptation of I'm wanting to be angry, tell them to sit down, shut up, get away from me, quit bothering me. That temptation is there. That's the enemy coming to steal, kill, destroy, rob what God has just given me during that service. But I have to take a deep breath and say, hang on a minute. Let me talk to these people. I'll get with you. Give me a half hour and I'll get with you. In the Lord's Prayer, we're taught to pray for our daily bread. And we're taught to pray for protection. Lead us not into temptation. And what it literally translates is, deliver us from the evil one. Because the devil comes to tempt us, regardless of where we are. So it says, deliver us from the evil one. Keep us away. Keep him away from me. Surround me. Protect me. Protect me. I have a fence around my yard. It protects the things with inside my yard. My son will sometimes bring his dog over. We let her out in the backyard. Now she cannot escape the backyard. Right? So the fence is a protection. God is our fence. The Holy Spirit is our fence. Temptation may come at a point of weakness. The irony of it is temptation also comes at the point of our strength. Wow, how can that be? 
And other times it's a circumstantial fashion. See, it doesn't matter where we are. It doesn't matter what we are doing. The enemy can care less. He will come to tempt us at any time, at any point, at any place that he can. Great sorrow may lead to bitterness. Or again, it may come to the point of education, which leads us to become arrogant. So if I'm overeducated, I may think I'm above and beyond. Even though I have my doctorate, I continue to study. I continue to say, God, humble me, break me, mold me, make me. See, I've not arrived. I'm not all of that. I want to know more. There are many kinds of pride in the world, but temptation also may come from a devastating illness. So it could be pride. It could be an illness. It could be so many ways the enemy tempts us. Our temptation may come in the form of poverty, which almost feels us less than what we should be. Right now, that's part of my mental battle going on. I know God has his hand on this situation in my life, but I'm used to the hours. I'm used to the pay. I'm having to make some adjustments because of it, but I know God's going to provide it. Temptation can be gross and bold, and sometimes it can be subtle. So it can be real hard, boom, 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 right in front of you, or sometimes it's real quiet and sneaks up on They come because of our weakness, because of our strength, and they're equally as devastating. It does not matter. Temptation comes when it comes. Be ready. Be alert. Be prepared so we can fight off the temptation. Jesus was brought to the the test of temptation in the wilderness and his agony in the Garden of Gethsemane. The important thing about temptations are recognizing it and resisting it. It's not a sin to be tempted. It's a sin when we give in to the tempter. Okay, it's not a sin to be tempted. Jesus was tempted. The sin comes when we give in to the temptation. Remember, only God can deliver us from temptation. The truth is we're not strong enough within ourselves to say no to temptation. Only God can give us grace and strength to say no to the tempter. We have to continue putting our face before God and seeking God. The other side of the same coin is that God requires our cooperation in resisting the temptation. Get out of that situation. If you're tempted by that chocolate chip cookie, get away from that chocolate chip cookie. I love chocolate. But right now I'm overweight and I have to give up chocolate. I need to start exercising again. I'm waiting waiting for the weather to break a little bit so I can start running again out in induce asthma. But there's certain things I have to give up in order to get rid of this belly. The temptation of a chocolate chip cookie in front of me. Oh my goodness, it's so easy just to pick it up and eat it. It seems like something small, but one chocolate chip cookie leads to another, to another, to another, and then my pants don't fit. Mmm. Stay away from the temptation. Another motive to resist temptation is an appreciation for our loved ones. Along with every temptation, God will provide a way. God will provide a way. Let someone help you. 
if my wife says to me, hey, put that cookie down, I can't yell at her. I can, I shouldn't. If I've asked her to help me to stay away from those cookies, and she said, put that cookie down, see, my family's helping me. God's providing a way out. Remember, no one bats a thousand. No one's perfect. All are sin and come short of God's glory according to Romans 3.23. And the same Bible teaches that God is ready to forgive us when we confess our sins and we repent. Deliver us from the evil one. The phrase deliver us is powerful. The Greek can be translated literally snatch us. Snatch us from the evil. Rescue us from the evil one. The Greek can be more accurately translated, rescue us from the evil one. Not just evil, but the evil one, the one that causes the evil. Rescue me from them. What does the Bible teach about the devil? There are two words generally applied to the uh, personified evil. The first is a very ancient word, Satan, which means one's adversary or enemy. The other name, the devil, he slanders us, and the Bible is called the father of lies. So you'll read Satan or the devil. He's the father of lies. Lucifer was one of the archangels, worshiped God, decided I want to be greater than God. So today, now that he's been cast down into hell, he sends up his demonic spirits, and he sends people, his spirits to guide or to try to guide us into temptation, to, to, to take us away from God. He's our adversary. He's our enemy. He's the father of lies. Peter described the devil as a roaring lion who walked about seeking to devour, to devour who he might in 1 Peter 5.8. He appeals to us through our, our, our sense of nature, our greed, our selfishness. Oh, well, Chaplain Andrew has this. I want that. And now I'm greedy. See, I'm... I, 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 I'm selfish. I should say, well, thank God Chaplain Andrew has that. God will provide what I need. Resist the devil, James said in James chapter 7, verse 1. Paul said, stand firm in Ephesians 6, 13. Do not compromise with him. Don't argue with him or we'll lose. Remember that Jesus taught us to pray, deliver us. Deliver us from the evil one. How then is evil to be overcome? We have a moral clock inside us, our conscience. We know what is right and we know what is wrong. We are delivered from evil when we stay away from the evil one. The biblical view embraces both God and humanity. Anything short of that balanced approach can never come to grips. I have to depend upon God. I cannot do it in myself. Effectively with the problem of evil, whether persons or public, see, regardless of the situation, I cannot avoid the evil without God helping me. It calls for cooperation with the Almighty. God, help me. Help deliver me from this. It's a matter of people and God working together. Remember, what the risen Christ said in Revelation. I stand at the door and knock. 
If many man will open, I will come into him, and I will supper, have supper with him, and he with me. Means I will come into him, Revelation 3.20, and be a part of him, and we will fellowship together. See, he'll never leave us. He won't leave us out here by ourselves. If we need to stand up to the tempter in our own strength, we're in trouble. If I, excuse me, if I try to stand by the, against the enemy by myself, I'm in trouble. Even David stood before Goliath and said, God gives me the strength to slaughter you. See, we need God. I can't do it. Say it with me. I can't do it on my own. I cannot do it on my own. God, I need you. The model prayer, the Lord's prayer is concluded with a doxology, a shout of praise. For thine, woo, not mine, not yours, God's. For thine is the kingdom. Thine is the power. Yours, Jesus, is the power and the glory forever. Woo, my, 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 my. See, it's not about me. It's about God. It's about God. The Lord's Prayer is so powerful. When you pray, pray it. And when you pray it, apply it. Look at that, look at this. Break it down one more time. Our Father, which art in heaven, we recognize who God is. Our Father, our Provider, our Daddy. Holy be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Not my will, but God's will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Provide. Give us this day our daily bread. Provide that which we need. Forgive us our sins. As we forgive those who have hurt us, sinned against us. And it goes on to say, lead us not to temptation, but deliver me from the evil one, the one who comes to tempt me. Deliver me from him. The Lord will take us by the hand and walk us away from that situation if we will allow him. Ah, deliver us from the evil one. Deliver us from the evil one. Deliver us. I've got to stay there for just a moment. The enemy coming against you right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We bind the enemy. We bind Satan. We tell him you have no authority in our life. You have no authority in our households. You have no authority in our jobs. We bind you against our children, against our children's children for generations to come. We take the authority of God over the enemy tonight. Oh, yes, in the closing of that prayer. For God's kingdom and the power and his glory forever and ever. Forever and ever. There's coming a day, according to the book of Revelation, the trumpet's going to sound, and God's taking us home. Judgment's coming, and, and judgment's going to come, and the lost, the sinner's going to go to hell and perish 
and he had spent an eternity in hell. But the righteous of those who are saved accepted Christ as their Savior will sit with him in the heavens. Let me ask you today, where do you stand? Where do you stand? Pray this with me. Father, forgive me of my sins. Father, I battle sin every day. I've accepted you as my Savior, and I battle sins. Help me. Lead me not into the temptation. Take me away from that evil one. Maybe you're listening and you've never accepted Christ as your Savior. The Word said if we ask Him, He's just and quick to forgive us. So, Father, I come to you today as a first time asking you to forgive me of my sins. Thank you. Thank you for Calvary. Thank you for dying upon the cross. For conquering death. For conquering hell. Now, Father, tonight, some may have just asked you for the first time into their life. Thank you, Lord, for our new brothers, our new sisters. And some of us may have just simply said, I need you once again to help me. To forgive me of my sins. Because I'm not perfect. We thank you for your forgiveness. We ask you to be with us this week and until next week, God. I pray many miracles will happen. You will do a work in each and every one of our lives. We choose to praise you. We choose to thank you. In Jesus' precious name, amen, amen. Come back with me next week and we will continue possibly wrapping up this series on the Sermon on the Mount. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Chaplain Andrew, back to you. Thank you, Dr. Scott. That was a beautiful message, as always. With that being said, guys, that was Dr. Scott's message on this week's episode of Outside the Classroom Wednesdays. Let's get into our next song. Our next song on the list is You Are Good by None Other Than My Friend and, my friend and Worship Leader for Over 19 Years. Dr. Tom Wright, enjoy your good from his CD, Evangelize. Enjoy your good. Praise you, Jesus.
Jesus. You're a good God to us all. You're a good God. There you go, guys. That was You Are Good by None Other Than Dr. Tom Ray from his CD, Evangel Live. Let's get into our, we got three songs to play. We're going to play two. We're going to pray. We're going to play the last one in the show with that. Our next song is not track seven by Unknown Artist. It's Holy Spirit Move On Me by None Other Than my guest on the show. Pastor Evangelist Dudley Smith, enjoy Holy Spirit Move On Me.
There you go, guys. That was Holy Spirit Move On Me by my guest on the show, Pastor Evangelist Dudley Smith. Let's get into our next song, and then we'll pray, and then we'll play the last one. Our next song on the list is Tears Are a Language by none other than Dr. Prophet Larry Orell. Enjoy Tears Are a Language, who's been my friend for over 16 years. Enjoy Tears Are a Language. Causes tears to flow when things have not turned out the way that you had planned. But God won't forget you. All His promises are true. Tears are a language. To God. God sees the tears of a broken-hearted soul. He sees your tears and he hears them when they fall. God weeps along with man and takes him. Tears are a language that God understands. Tears are a language God
There you go, guys. That was Tears Are a Language by none other than Dr. Prophet Larry O'Rell. Let's pray, shall we? Lord, we humbly come back before you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are God and God alone, that you are having your way in this ministry. And, Lord, I am thankful that Dr. Scott allowed us to ask for our forgiveness either again or for the first time. And we're able to, because that's the most important thing, guys. The most important thing is to ask for forgiveness. Because if you don't ask for forgiveness and you are, please forgive me, don't, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if you were to ask, don't ask for forgiveness and you were to die tomorrow, where would you stand? You'd be in hell. Why? Because you didn't ask for forgiveness. See, that's the most important key. I forget sometimes when I do wrong things. I get tired. I fall asleep. And then I wake up the next day and say, oh, crap, I forgot to ask for forgiveness. But see, just because it happens like that doesn't mean it's going to happen all the time. One day I might forget. So it's important to ask for forgiveness right then and there, immediately before anything. Because if you don't and you were to die tomorrow, God forbid ever happening to you, you'll go straight to hell because you didn't ask for forgiveness. And even one ounce of unforgiveness in your life will get you cast into hell. See what I'm saying? It's very important to ask for forgiveness. I'm glad Lord Dr. Scott allowed us to do that, Lord. And again, we ask you to forgive us of all of our unrighteousness. And Lord, I ask you to bless everyone at the sound of my voice, give them their heart's desires as long as not be what? Selfish. And Lord, I ask you to heal them from, from heal them from diseases. Heal them from the tops of their heads to the soles of their feet, sorry, Lord, from cancer, diabetes, like I have, muscular dystrophy, multiple sclerosis. Heal my mom's, heal my sister's heart and her diabetes if they're not bad no more. And heal them from diseases they contracted themselves through sin. Yes, HIV, AIDS, syphilis, gonorrhea, herpes, why? When you heal them, shows your mercy, your power, and your grace. I'm reminded of a scripture that says you came through the door. It doesn't say you opened the door, so you passed right straight through the door because you're all spirit at that moment. You said, Thomas, look at my hands. Thrust your finger into my side and see that I'm God. What did Thomas do? He got on his knees and he said, truly, you're the son of God. And what did you say? Blessed are those who have seen and believed. But it doesn't stop there. It says, blessed are those who have not seen yet still believe. So show them now, Lord, so when they come back needing absolutely anything, they won't have to have to see it to believe it because your word says you're the same God yesterday, today, and forever. We thank you, we praise you, and we honor you. It's all in the matchless name of Christ that we pray. Amen. 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 With that being said, let's get into our last song of the show, and it is entitled His Word by my friend and guest on the show, The Light Warrior. Enjoy His Word. He was in the beginning. The life, the truth. 
into being by the power words he spoke. He sang life's song over the water and the dust, bringing forth man, beast, and bird. And he holds it all together now by the power of his word.
There you go, guys. That was his word by my friend and guest on the show, The Light Warrior. And that does, guys, conclude our show for today. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed the message as much as I did. And I got my little projects done that I had to do. Excuse me, I'll tell you more about that after they're done. I got a few things done while I was listening as well. So, hey, we got to do a show. I did exactly what I wanted to do. And, hey, it worked out for the long run for the both of us. I told my wife that I got a perfect idea, hon. I said, I'll do what I need to do while Dr. Scott is preaching so I can still listen to him and do what I need to do. And she thought that was perfect. So, hey, I made an informed decision by myself. Praise God. So with that being said, because see, I always have her make decisions because sometimes with my disabilities, my mental disabilities, it's hard to make a decision one way or the other for me sometimes. It's just the way it is. It's just who I am. But I made one today. I'm very proud of myself. So with that being said, two things to remind you. Number one, go to communitycloud222 at gmail.com. Well, no, you can go there. Spelled C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y-C-L-O-U-D-222 at gmail.com. G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. You can go there. But download this app. It's absolutely 100% phenomenal. You can do all these wonderful, phenomenal things straight from the app. Also, 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 guys, ask your Alexa device. Say, Alexa, open podcast portal and just say welcome to or welcome back to Podcast Portal. We're going to listen to this very show straight from your Alexa devices. We also got that skill for video Alexa devices as well. Again, say Alexa, open Podcast Portal, portal and she'll say welcome to or welcome back to Podcast Portal. And that does, guys, conclude our show for today. As always, this is TGIF reminding you to, one, Trust in the Lord in all your ways. Two, lean not to your own understandings. And three, in all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. Thank you and good night. <laughs>